0: Mutability. Welcome to Nature's Lead. In this podcast, I try to both examine and express a certain approach towards life that is based both on my philosophies and on, more importantly, the writings of people such as Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau. This is a weekly series, each episode running around five minutes, but possibly anywhere from three to ten minutes, in which I take on a stated topic pertaining to the overall podcast theme. This is Series 1, Episode 1, Title, The Beginning. In this episode, I want to primarily address the what and why. First, the why. If I'm going to produce something original and put it out there for public consumption, I want it to be significantly unique, something that is truly original. I don't want to throw myself into the rumblings of shadows, elbowing each other and stretching their substance thin to see the light of novelty. I will endeavor, therefore, to provide you with a perspective on life that I hold dear, one I have thought a lot about and one that I have not seen oft reflected in society. And now second, the what. Let's establish a baseline. Concept one, mutability. Mutability is the ability to change. Having mutability in your life is a crucial asset that is necessary to keep our minds and bodies fresh from rot and decay. Change is the hardest thing we confront. The inertia of the human mind encourages us to stay the course, to follow known footprints. Yet we only progress, we only advance ourselves when we have the courage to change, when we attain mutability. Concept 2. Natural Truth Much of what I often talk about can be traced back to what I and source philosophers composed from the natural feelings within ourselves. Everything externally received in our daily lives is driven by society, whether it be expectations, fashion, media fancy, news, etc., all the while access to the actual truth is inside each of us. We each have it buried in our souls, crushed by the weight of this daily societal intake. It is the unearthing, the excavation of that natural truth, natural to us all, that begins to bring you back to yourself. Okay. Now let me say this. I don't want this podcast to sound heavy-handed. I want it to be inspiring, to lift people up, to encourage new ways of looking at things. The progression of this isn't going towards some cult, nor any known religion, nor anything more than my own progression of thought. Also, I strive myself to achieve the same things I espouse. In other words, I'm not coming from a pedestal of perfection. Mutability, for example, is hard to maintain. Change is hard. I like to stay the same. Familiarity and routine are comfortable. With everything I talk about, it is simply a collection of thought. I'm no monk. I have a normal job and will... My hours away, Monday through Friday, earning a paycheck. I believe that's what we all do and must do to survive, but that doesn't mean we must sacrifice the integrity of our minds. Though we may, by day, don our public face, one of conformity, an inner through-line must resonate that is true to our nature. With that said, back to the main topic, which is the beginning. The two concepts I introduced, mutability and natural truth, will be expanded upon in later episodes and there will be many other things which I'll introduce and talk about. This is just the beginning, and each episode will bring out more of the larger picture. And as stated, I will frequently refer to some writers from the past. Mostly they will be from the Romantic period in England, which was the early 1800s, and America's own Romantic time, which revolves around people like Emerson, Thoreau, and Whitman. A quick word on the Romantics. The Romantic writers had, among others, central themes of idealism, nature, and change. They strove to establish a new view of the world that was in stark contrast to the classic, rigorously structured set of minds that drove thinking in the 1700s. It was a rebellion of thought, and to me, withered from its own radical originality, falling to the other upsweep movements such as the Victorian era and all the 20th century themes that were, again, just to me, reactionary and survivalist by nature. But I'll talk more about that in a future episode. As far as the Romantics, they were original and extremely unique, and I don't believe they could ever be popularized by our current society because the two aren't able to walk warmly hand in hand. After all, the very ingredients which froth today's society are directly challenged by the Romantics, making the two mutually exclusive. Thus, you'll see a biography on a Bronte, a Dickens, or a Hemingway, or better yet, a movie version of one of their stories, but you'll not hear anything on an Emerson or a Thoreau. As you've probably guessed, much of my thought evolved from the inspiration of the writers from this era, but often their words were simply eloquent ways of expressing those feelings and thoughts that already were with me, bubbling into weak formations within my heart as a young man. I'm sure many of you have experienced the same, either through religion or philosophy or some other source. The moment that you hear or read in words that which you knew was true all along, but never had the vision or courage or simply the words to express. And that moment provides you with a legitimate connection back to yourself. The moment where the public you, the daily you, the you that everyone knows and loves, is tightly joined back to that inner you. The quiet you, the you that is so often muted and tucked away down to where all that can be mustered is a whisper that even falls short of its own echo. That new found union is beautiful and pure, and you, from then on, have more confidence in listening to and believing in those whispers from within. That brings us to a close. I wish you well, and don't forget to follow nature's lead.